Hey you guys, how many of you yourselves or you have a loved one who has gone through such pain in their life that it has literally changed they, the way they think, the way they feel, it's literally changed their mind. We understand the fact that 80% of our physiology drives our psychology. So whatever happens here, whatever happens to us is, is what is going to drive our mind. Well, today we have a solution for people who are going under uh, severe bouts of neuropathy and physical pain that is just unbearable. You can't understand it unless you have it. And today we have on podcast number 71 for you, Dr. Case Groff. Hey guys, today we have podcast number 71 for you, Pain Changes Your Brain with Dr. Case Groff. Look him up on all social media accounts at Doc Groff. All right, what is up you guys? What is up? We got Dr. Case Groff with us and Doc, super happy to have you with us today. Thanks for having um, me. And a little intro to this guy. This guy is changing lives. Uh, you, you, with, with your wealth of knowledge and with what you've accomplished, it is inspiring to see what you have done in your life at such a young age. Um, this guy is an incredibly uh, successful chiropractic office where he is changing the lives of tens of thousands of people who are changing the lives of thousands of people and the ripple effect can't be quantified. Uh, you've written a book. I did. And you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, when did, you, when did you get all this stuff done is what I'm asking. Like, how did you go to school? How did you do all this? How do you have a successful practice? And you've written a book. The, the mindset and the discipline to get there is what I would love to be able to share. And then I'd love to share your expertise yeah. um, as an expert in neuropathy and what, uh, what solutions you have found uh, to get there. So first off, let's talk yeah. about how did you get here, Doc? Yeah, so it's a, it's a great question. Uh, I'm originally from Iowa, born and raised. Uh, I met my wife in graduate school and we moved to Florida, beautiful sunny Tampa. And uh, we opened our practice in 2018. And uh, it's been a whirlwind of the last four years of, you know, just seeking health in the community and just being able to help people provide longevity and vitality again and just giving people options. Um, but recently what had happened was there was a lot of people who were coming in who were either on retirement, um, came down for retirement or they were snowbirds and they were struggling with things like constant numbness and tingling or burning sensation and it was just something that I didn't have a whole lot of knowledge on and I really had nowhere to really kind of dive in and get that education from and so I sought out um, a neuropathy program and I got my board certification and it just was one thing after the other and a book was just kind of formed and it's just yeah it's just kind of been a steamrolling process since then so did you did you ever envision ever writing a book being an author uh zero yeah i hate reading i'll be honest with you it's one of my it's one of my least favorite things to do but at the same time what we do know is is knowledge is power and so what i wanted to do was simplify that process so that way we could give people realistic opportunities but also give them a clear-cut process of what to expect from a a typical conventional style of medicine and so that's really what my book focuses on is just giving people the power of the body to heal itself but doing it in a way that's completely different than the mainstream healthcare system that's that's absolutely incredible uh we we know for a fact that uh, the, the more we read, the more we educate ourselves, you know, we hear that, that uh, famous saying by Tony Robbins that leaders are readers. Yeah. And we have some people who just, you know, we, we were talking to 
uh, a good mentor of ours, uh, Dr. Joe Polish, uh, or Joe Polish, who he's read over a thousand um, pretty hefty books in his lifetime and is just skimming the surface. And to see his knowledge, uh, we were talking that, um, you know, it, it truly is, your, your life is really what you're putting into yourself every single day. Would you agree? 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. The, uh, what you put into yourself, you know, what, what you're consuming, what, what you are consuming is what you are going to be. What you think about is what, you're, is what you bring about, what you read. Now, we have a lot of people who aren't readers, right? But it's yeah. a necessary part in order, to, um, in order to get where you want. You had to learn to read, and you found that not only did you not like reading, but you figured the best way to overcome that was writing a very powerful book that's impacting the lives of yeah. tens of thousands. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's, it's one of the core foundations to be able to understand the process of what it's going to take. And I think that that's something that we overlook a lot of the times. But also with that, it shifts our mindset to be able to learn more, to be able to help more people too. Because if you're not understanding the concept of the material and what that really looks like, then how can you take that and spread that to other people in the community or just spread that to, to family and friends? So yeah, it, it is a huge part of this process for sure. So let, let's take a different spin here. So with, with, your, with your knowledge and with your expertise and and a lot of times, you know, we attribute knowledge, we attribute wisdom to an older age, when in fact, we look at some of the greatest minds of our time, and the greatest minds happened at a time where most people would say was unconventional. And you're living proof of that, you're living proof. So to tell us how, to our, to our, you know, our entrepreneurs, our business owners, to our mothers, our fathers, the doctors that are watching this, yeah. Um, if you were to kind of give your success kind of a, about what has, has helped you become so successful and to be able to empower yourself to empower others, what, what would be your secret recipe? What, what would be the things that you would share with us? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is you just have to be um, comfortable being uncomfortable. I think that's number one and, and putting yourself out there, um, knowing that not every time you do something, it may result in a perfect outcome. Uh, we're going to go through life and we're going to have lessons, right? And so you either win or you learn. And I think that that's one of the biggest things that I've learned at an early age was, you know, from a time management skill, I feel like that was one thing that I got from being a collegiate athlete, but also really focusing in, into into my professional career is like, you have to have time dedicated to making sure that you're so focused and on point for what your outcomes look like, setting high value goals, you know, setting that process early on. But you know, I think a lot of it comes back to is, is being uncomfortable in those situations and getting around people that are doing bigger things because you're never going to grow from a point of where you're comfortable. I think that you have to get outside of that comfort range and you have to start doing things that you've never done before or you see people who are doing things better than you and, and, and mimic them or, you know, start to look at those things to be able to say, hey, you know, what I'm doing is good, but it's not where I want to be yet. And yeah. so stepping out, doing those things, and just getting to that next level. And that, that's powerful. You know, being, being uncomfortable yeah. is, is a part of growth. You know, one of our, our mentors, uh, Dave Meltzer, teaches that when you feel stuck, when you feel uncomfortable, it's a sign of abundant growth that's happening to you. And if, you, if, you know, if you're size uh, 12 shoe, right, but you're living in a size 8, you're gonna feel stuck. You're gonna feel really uncomfortable, but that basically is, it's a sign that you need to move. Pain is an indicator that you need to move. Um, so, how did you get to that point, Doc, where you said, okay, you know, you could have been comfortable doing being a great chiropractor, being a great entrepreneur, 
but what what was it that you knew? How did you decide that where you were living wasn't exactly where you wanted to be and that you had to choose a life of being a little uncomfortable with reading, writing a book, um, and, and, and gaining the skill sets you had? What did you have to go through? What, what decisions did you have to make? What was going on in your life to make that happen? Yeah, you know, I think a lot of it came back to what is your purpose in life? And mine is just to, to create generational health and wealth for not only for for myself but for my family and so being able to put those action steps in place but dreaming big i mean there's there's no reason why we can't go out and do things that we've never thought that we couldn't do and so i think that that set the foundation for me but i have a, a huge you know support system in my wife and my team you know they empower us every single day to just continue to grow continue to go you know do things that we never thought we could do and you know, putting those action pieces in place to be able to have that success and having the support system, I think is just a huge component of where we've been able to reach today and in, in, in the capacity that we've been able to grow in. So I, I love that you've been, you're, basically you're talking about vision. 100%. You know, being able to have that vision. So at what point did you realize that you didn't have the skill set to get where you wanted to go? Or the mindset or the people around you? We, we learned consistently that, you know, relational capital it's not necessarily always what you know, but who you know that can get you there. Was there a point in, in your life and your practice where you realized that you didn't have that information or the skill set or the knowledge or the relationships to get where you needed to go? Yeah, I think I think you start to see that as you kind of almost feel like that burnout mode or you're kind of getting complacent where you start to see the practice or even just kind of the relationships kind of become stagnant. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that that's a place, that's an indicator, that's a God-given indicator to say, hey, we need to hit that next level or we need to step outside and we need to do something different. And that's when the mm -hmm. uncomfortable you know, feeling really starts to set in. And so that's when I always take a step back, reevaluate from a, from a 30,000 foot view and say, where I'm at now, is this where I want to be? And am I comfortable being here? And if I'm comfortable, then I know that I need to to take that next step. And that's where I need to find the next group of people who's going to take me to the next level. I need to find the next mentor who's going to challenge my thinking, my vision, my purpose. And that's really where within the last year, I would say a, a good six months to last year, my wife and I had just had to have that conversation. It's just like, you know, we we can do more. Our, our community deserves more. You know, our team deserves more. And that's where we have sought more help to be able to get to that next level. I love that. You know, it reminds me of, uh, you remind me of Steve Jobs. You know, Steve, Steve goes into a company with over 300 plus products and most are doing really well. And what does he do? He cuts them down to 10 yep. because he had a vision of where they needed to go and how far that company could go. Uh, and I love that you stuck to your vision. What, what we learn consistently, you guys, is uh, everyone talks about their why. You know, why do we do what we do, which is critical. But if you don't know your what, you can't make your why happen. And it sounds like you've known your what for quite some time, specifically. Yeah. Because what he's sharing right now, you guys, is what the great billionaires in the minds of our time do, is they say, wow, here are things that are bringing me money. Here are things that are bringing me, you know, finances and freedom and, yeah. and giving me options to do what I want in my life. But you've already realized at a young age, very, very quickly, how to trim off that 10%. And, and we learn, if, 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 something, if someone or something in your life is feeding you and giving you and propelling you towards, moving that needle towards what you want, you hit it hard. Yep. But if it's bleeding you, a lot of people can't recognize that. How would you, how would you um, advise 
those who are listening today? How would you advise them to be able to understand the things that are feeding you or bleeding you? And then how do you pull the Band-Aid off? How do you cut it off? Yeah, and it's always a tough conversation because especially if multiple people are involved. Um, but I think that the biggest thing is just is that thing that's feeding into you, is it feeding purpose? Is it feeding value? Or is it just something that you feel is just, it's it's okay to be there and you know, it is what it is. You know, those are some of the hardest things to find because again, every single day you need to evaluate. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like that's probably the number one um, mistake with most entrepreneurs, right? Is we just get comfortable doing the same thing day in and day out, right? And it just, it becomes habit. And so what we do know is those habits are starting to cause that downtrend in our business. And when we can start to look at the data and we can start to evaluate, if we can see those trends in our office ahead of time, then we're already gonna know, hey, what we're doing as far as you know our marketing or our systems or our procedures or just our, our vision right now is just not on point with where we wanna go. And so we need, to, we need to change up the process. We need to look, we need to reevaluate. And it's time to figure out what is that last 10% that's really holding us back because that last 10% could be the next 20% that propels you in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, you know, my dad uh, in the uh, military growing up, um, you know, he had originally trained at one point to uh, be a sniper. And he would always say, you know, you aim small, miss small. He says, you know, you don't, you know, if you're aiming at a target, you don't aim at the, at the chest, you aim at the button. Yep. You aim small, miss small. And, but you have to know exactly what you're aiming for. And that vision is what you're describing, is you have to have that vision. If you wake up, you, you guys remember the story of uh, Alice in, in Wonderland, right? Yeah. And she, she basically goes to the, that fork in the road and the Cheshire cat appears and he's like, hey, well, where do you wanna go? Yeah. She's like, well, I don't know. Should I take this road or that road? He goes, well, it doesn't matter if you don't know where you wanna go. Sure. You can literally take either road. And so having that purpose, having that vision to understand what you want and to be able to then, when you really know what you want, it then becomes very clear, crystal clear, about what road, what people, what actions, what steps, the things you're doing in your day, is it either going to drive you towards what you want or towards what you, uh, what you don't want? Um, so I got another question for you, Doc. Yeah, absolutely. So at this point, you know, we, we, we are, we're in some joint ventures together, which is really neat. We have some investments we're doing together, which is wonderful with a great group. And um, one thing that we've talked about is at this level of, of, again, being as successful as you are at such a young age, how would you coach and give counsel to those who a great opportunity comes? Everyone has FOMO, right? Fear of yeah. missing out. But how would you counsel people when they are getting to the point where they are getting some financial wealth and freedom? but an opportunity comes, but it won't necessarily drive them towards what they're wanting to. How can you, how can you talk to fear of missing out when it comes to just maybe a good opportunity, but it won't drive you towards what you want? Yeah, so I'd say the biggest thing is don't, don't feel like you missed out because there's always gonna be multiple opportunities, right? And so that's, you know, something- Say it that, again. There's always gonna be multiple opportunities. Say it again. There's always gonna be multiple opportunities. <laughs> there right? always will. And so if you feel like you missed the first one, just make sure that you have a plan in place. I think that that's number one. You have to have a plan in place to be able to know exactly what the roadmap is gonna look like for you. And so for, for everybody, it's gonna be different. Nobody can set that clear roadmap in place for you. So, you know, whether it's a, a real estate adventure, whether it's a, a, you're, you're funneling that, that investment back into your business because you wanna grow to have multiple practices in multiple states or whatever that looks like, you have to have that roadmap really aligned with your vision and your purpose to be able to say, okay, 
this is where we're at this is where we're going in order to get there we have to set aside you know x amount of money or we have to set amount uh set, set aside a x amount of time to construct that but again i think that that's the biggest thing is you just you can't be focused so much on missing out but more so planning so that way when that time does come you can be ready to execute i love that thank you absolutely so you guys and all of the things work out great and and what we have learned is that when you have your health you can have a thousand wishes a thousand desires you can accomplish them all but when you lose your health your physical health you have but one wish and that wish is to get your health back i'd like to i like doc if you'd be able to share your expertise on neuropathies and basically what is neuropathy um how does it happen because it's not an over the night Correct. You know, thing in the vast majority of cases, right? Um, and I would like to talk about that because when people have this, it is it eats you alive and it eats a, your loved ones alive, and it, uh, it it changes who they are. It changes their psyche so that you then yeah. you you then lose that vision. So you could have a strong vision, but without having the the proper frame for it, you're not going to be able to attain it. So, um, would you mind showing us about what, what your book is about? Yeah. Um, and about what your expertise is. For sure. Yeah, so we all know health is wealth, right? At the end of the day, if we don't have our health, then, then, then nothing else matters, right? And this is a constant conversation that I have with a lot of the clients who come in looking for a natural neuropathy solution. And so that's really the title of my book was Natural Neuropathy Solutions, right? Because it gets people out of the conventional medical model, right? And so uh, we all know that, you know, there's a time and a place, right? And so right. the thing is, though, is that a lot of the people who come in who are either of retirement age that you know or they're on disability because this chronic condition has just plagued them in so many different symptoms the problem is is that they've been told that there's no help right there's no cure there's no help but there is help that's available it's just not always described in a way that makes sense to them okay and so as i go throughout my book i talk a lot about the natural opportunities getting off of those prescription medications that they are told that they have to rely on forever um, but again there's there's opportunities for them to one increase the blood flow back to the nerves that's mm. going to supply a nutritional supply to the to the nerve vessel there's also going to be um, you know stimulation components to help heal that nerve and get it uh, firing at the same rate as what the spinal cord and the brain patterns are on. So all those different components are really important to be able to help this chronic condition. And that's really what my book focuses on, is giving people hope. And that's what I tell people. I always, I always kind of joke, I'm like, you know, the only drug that we give in our office is hopium. We restore hope <laughs> to allow people to be able to get their lives back, but more importantly, allow their families to get the person back in their life. Because a lot of times, their spouse may not even really understand the complexity of this type of symptom um, or this type of disease. Yeah. And it really does eat these people from the inside out. And it's really frustrating from an emotional standpoint, but also from a physiological standpoint. Right. And as we shared at the beginning, you guys, um, you, need to, you need to reach out uh, to Dr. Groff here. You need to reach out to him and his expertise. You or a loved one is struggling with any type of neuropathy. Um, you need to reach this guy. So again, go ahead and share your contact information one more time for us, Doc. How, how is the best way to get a hold of you and, and to contact you and to follow you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, Doc Groff is my name, D-O-C-G-R-O-F-F. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty active on, on all social media links, but that's the best way to connect with me. Um, I've got a link to, um, I should have a link to my book in the in the bio. Yep, we'll have it there. So. 
That's awesome. So, Doc, we're, we're so grateful you spent your time with us today and your expertise. I can't wait to see um, how the world changes and grows and is blessed yeah. through your teaching and to be able to create generational health and generational wealth um, through through what you are living uh, living proof right now. So, you guys, follow um, please please follow Dr. Groff again. Doc Groff. Doc Groff. So, wherever you consume you know consume most of your media, that's how you can find them. Uh, we're super happy that you could be here with us again today, you Thanks guys. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So um, to close out, you guys, the most important thing that you can do for yourself is to find out what you want in life, to be able to have a vision for what you want. The moment you envision, the moment you have an idea, an idea that comes to you, we're taught that God is giving you that idea for a reason, to have you act on that idea, to be able to act it out and to live that idea. Live your vision. Surround yourself with people who are a thousand percent on board for your success. Consume the things that are gonna uplift you and drive you to be a better human being. Take care of your health now. Be preventative now so that you can have a thousand wishes come true.